Okay. Okay. Um Sam Sam 12 Sam 12 anchor scripture and then um My voice is clear, right? Huh? My voice is clear, right? I want to yeah, be sure. Yeah. Okay. What did you say? Now I was asking if my voice was very clear before I go on. Is is scrambling for my own answer. Okay. Maybe it's network. Okay, Psalms 12. Anchor scripture and then there is uh Micah 7 uh 1 to 7 and then Isaiah 57 1 to 2. But we'll read the anchor scripture first today. That's um, Psalms 12. I'm reading from the New King James translation. And it says, Help, Lord, for the godly man ceases. For the faithful disappear from among the sons of men. They speak idly, everyone with his neighbor. with flattering lips and a double heart they speak may the lord cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaks proud things who have said with our tongue we will prevail our lips are our own who is lord over us for the oppression of the poor for the sign of the needy now i will arise says the lord i will set him in the safety for which he yearns The word of the Lord are pure the words of the Lord are pure words like silver tried in a furnace of earth purified seven times you shall keep them O Lord you shall preserve them from this generation forever the wicked prowl on every side when vileness is exalted among the sons of men May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Amen. Yes. So, um this scripture here, when I was when it was given to me, I actually really stayed on verse 1 and 2. Verse 1 and 2 are like, you know, the 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 key verses. in this scripture because it's 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 like a cry the writer who it says here is Sam of David so the writer starts off saying help help lord for the godly man ceases for the faithful disappear from among the sons of men so it's like a cry for help 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 save us lord save us lord for the godly man ceases that that means those who truly seek god those who are who who I will put it those who seek righteousness those who uh 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 uh, uh the righteous man the godly man the, the 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 man who seeks god's will the man who seeks righteousness He says this man ceases that means they are they are 
they are they are becoming no more they are disappearing says for the faithful disappear from among the sons of men so faithful of course those to, to the word faithful means those who are devoted to god so lord the ones who are devoted to you the ones who are committed to you you know um the ones who are who 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 seek your face who are holy because holiness is like being dedicated and consecrated and sanctified and committed unto god and unto his spirit unto his purposes alone since these ones are disappearing from among the sons of men so is he's, he's trying to inquire from the lord and asking for help that ah these people this rare set of people they are becoming no more they are disappearing from there like what's happening what's happening and even when i read i mean i've read this scripture different times or different times in the past and so i was reading it this time you know i was just taking it slowly i was like okay what's he trying to um what's he trying to say what's is he is he is he saying help in terms of you know like the ones that are remaining they 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 are not they are not this they are not the type of this man that he he's seen that are disappearing so the ones that are left they are not godly you know they are not faithful to god these are the ones so that's what he says in verse 2 he says they speak idly everyone with his neighbor with flattering lips and a double heart they speak so he's speaking of those who are left those those that are around him that he's seen that ah, god i can't really find you know the ones who are godly the ones who really take your word serious the ones who who are really devoted to you it's like where are they they are no more to be found they are they are disappearing um and then he begins to um <clears throat> pray some certain types of prayers but before i will even go to verse 3 yet like i said who we'll really stay on verse 1 and 2 um so this leads me um this leads me to my next scripture which is Isaiah 57 because you begin to see that this question that David was asking here or this this plea that or this thing that he discovered because it's probably like a discovery he discovered that way to godly men are, are are disappearing or godly men are ceasing and then faithful faithful people those who are faithful unto god they are disappearing you know the word faithful there is like i said is those who are committed who are devoted unto god the opposite of that is unfaithful and um anything that's linked to unfaithfulness is also linked to immorality because the heart of immorality is um unfaithfulness it doesn't always have to do with sexual things you know um because in hebrews 12 you see that esau esau was referred to um being immoral let me just quickly get it somewhere in hebrews 12 it it talks about 
let us not be like Esau. Give me a second. Let me let me get that. Okay. So Hebrews 12, verse um, from verse 14. Hebrews 12 from verse 14 says, Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord, looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. Says, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many have become defiled. 16 now says, lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. But my emphasis is 16, where he calls Esau a fornicator or profane person. And that translation may say immoral. But you see that this had nothing to do with, if you, we know the story, Jacob and Esau, how you know, Esau sold his birthright for a morsel of food for porridge. And he calls Esau a fornicator or an immoral, which says we should not be immoral like Esau. So because that act for him to sacrifice that which is, which was considered most valuable he just you know gave it away for food shows how he was unfaithful to to uh, uh, to that which god had given him which was then like his birthright for him to he was the one that was supposed to inherit the blessing from the father but you know he sold it to jacob and that was how jacob inherited his blessing so I was just using the scripture just to explain that, you know, he's talking about those who are faithful, saying those that they are disappearing. So what's left, the opposite of that is unfaithful people or immoral people, or there is immorality, be it sexual, be it immorality in terms of unfaithfulness towards, maybe unfaithfulness towards God. Because again, like I said, that's the heart of even sexual immorality, before it gets to that part, there is, it is the, the essence or the root of it is unfaithfulness. One scripture I'm reminded of is, um, or one story is Joseph. When Potiphar's wife tried to, you know, seduce Joseph, Joseph said something, said, how can I commit this evil against my God? Because he knew, apart from the act itself, it would have been unfaithfulness unto God. So, like I said, this takes me to Isaiah 57. Isaiah 57. And again, you see Isaiah asking or stating the same thing that David was uh, 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 saying in the Psalms. He says, the righteous perishes and no man takes it to heart. Merciful men are taken away. Why no one considers that the righteous is taken away from, e from evil? Verse 2, he shall enter into peace 
they shall rest in their beds, each one walking in his uprightness. Now this scripture reveals why. This scripture reveals why. But let's take it bit by bit. So he says the righteous are perishing. They are going away. They are dying. You know, um, and no man seems to care. No one seems to consider it. No one seems to be asking questions. Why is this happening? What's going on? Why is it that, you know, the good ones or the, the righteous ones, they are dying off quick or something, you know, they're just disappearing. Merciful men are taken away and no one considers it. That the righteous is taken away. But then he now reveals something. He says the righteous is taken away from evil. And then if you really um, look at it, also read other translations, you will see that it is revealed that, again, I'm sure he was asking, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes. Maybe he was asking, he was just probably pondering on this and meditating. And why is this happening? And then maybe the Spirit of God now, you know, breathed upon that meditation and gave him insight and Gave him the reason why it is happening. And he says that the righteous is taken away from evil. Meaning that there is a reason why this has happened. Now, if, if it wasn't revealed that the reason why the righteous is taken away or the faithful or the godly man is dying off or is disappearing is because God is protecting them from the evil that is to come. From the evil that is to come in the land or in the earth or in the world you know for the righteous man or for the man who is in christ death is not the end death is just transition in fact death is transition into into rest into everlasting rest with god because i was thinking about it you look at different uh, uh from many patriarchs even we, we we can we can even say that today you see a lot of you know righteous ones they probably will not live up to 90 or to the you know to the peak or to, or to the age that you know everybody hopes to live to you know maybe 90 100, 100. you probably see them go before that time see it in the life of Jesus. Jesus was 33 years and then whew, was gone. John the Baptist was probably 30 or 31. Uh, 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 David, David was 70 if I'm not mistaken. David was 70. Uh, um, who else do I? And so many of them can't seem to recall any. But this scripture now reveals, I'm sure it's the spirit that now revealed to Isaiah, to Isaiah that this is happening for this reason. Now, if the spirit didn't give that insight, you know, it is, it is, it is, it can be even in today's world, you know, when somebody who is, you know, who is godly dies and people are like, they are confused. People are like confused, like, why is it this one? Look at this one as wicked. He's still alive. You know, why is God being like this? You know, and then they get discouraged. They get, you know, um, 
get emotional, we get uh, 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 weary or discouraged. Let me just use the word discouraged because you're like, how come? I thought he said he will give us long life. And with long life, will he satisfy us and show us his salvation? Yes, long life. I, re- I realize that scripture. That's in Psalm 91. That scripture, long life, is also talking about eternal life. That's the true life is life in Christ. And once is in Christ, it transcends time. It transcends time. That's eternal life. So that's true life. Because it doesn't matter. A man can live a hundred, hundred, even if God's okay, live 150. And he's not in Christ. If he dies, he goes the other way. Doesn't make it. So what's 150 compared to eternity, you know, is nothing. It's like a it's like a drop of water in the ocean, even more than that. So you find out that God was not really it's not really talking about that life that is earthly, not the earthly life, but the life that is in him, in him. So he reveals here that it is because he is trying to protect the evil, the righteous one, sorry, from the evil that is to come. Verse 2 now says that. He and he shall enter into peace. Remember, I said death to the righteous or death to the godly man or death to the man in Christ is only a transition into everlasting rest, into peace, everlasting peace. Says they shall rest in their beds, each one walking in his uprightness. Let me read it in another translation. Um Amplified says, he enters into peace through death. They rest in their beds, graves, each one who walked uprightly, following God's will, living with integrity. Um, which other translation? Let me see. NLT says, for those who follow godly path will rest in peace when they die. I'm looking for another translation. Okay. But yeah, this scripture reveals why it happens. Why it happens. Like I said, I'm sure the Spirit of God had to reveal this so that the prophet here would know that it is not a bad thing. It is actually a good thing. God, and we'll see why as we go on, we'll see why God takes many times I mean if you sometimes if the righteous is still living then there's a purpose of course there's a there's a purpose sometimes God will just take his own because you know um, there's that scripture I'm reminded now of that uh, Hebrews 11 Hebrews 11 there's somewhere where he talked about this set of people who by faith, they obtained a good testimony, even though they suffered. They, they, uh, 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 since they were, they were, they were persecuted, hungry. They, you know, they did not live the quote-unquote breakthrough life that we, you know, that we talk about in our days and celebrate. Since 
but in the end they said by faith they obtained a good testimony and it says these ones were two they were two that they had to be taken that the world did not even deserve them so their names were not even provided in hebrews that's what it says about those ones that they were so precious that the world did not deserve these ones so i'm just it, it just came to mind you know in our human our logic in in our uh, human mind or with logic we will see it as ah god is sparing the wicked he's he's he's, he's, he's just killing is allowing the good people to just die you know and you might get discouraged so but when he now reveals the reason why you now understand okay okay and like i said we'll see why but i hope i'm making sense so far is it is it making sense so far yes okay and then so um So yes, it reveals here why, and then of course this this will now take me to Micah, Micah seven. We'll see why. Um, the righteous is taking away what what is it that God is trying to protect the righteous from? What is it exactly? Micah seven, from verse one to seven. And I read. It says, "Woe is me, for I am like those who gather summer fruits, like those who glean vintage grapes. There is no cluster to eat of the first ripe fruit which my soul desires." So, if you read verse one, you'll be like, "Okay, what's this? What's this writer?" talking about it says woe is me that in other words i'm finished you know i'm gone for then he describes the way he's feeling he says i am like those who gather summer fruits and i was trying to understand what does it mean i'm like those who gather summer fruits like those who glean vintage grape so summer fruits are like seasonal fruits you know uh uh uh, uh the time that there's something that he so desires so he's trying to describe how he feels how he's feeling it's like gathering seasonal fruits when they are not in season he's trying to gather it's like trying to gather seasonal fruits when they are not in season you know says like those who glean to glean is to obtain or to gather the same thing as gather it says who glean vintage grapes So I realized that vintage in wine processing means um it it is just it is the process of gathering and then gathering grapes and then process of creating the finished product which is a lot of times wine which is wine you know but he's saying here that I'm like those who glean vintage grapes so I came to understand it like I'm like says I'm like those who I'm gathering grapes but these grapes I'm gathering are not to eat they are they are they are already set apart for the end product that's why he says 
there is no cluster to eat of the first ripe fruit which my soul desires. So there is no one for him to even to for him to eat. He desires to eat. But there's no one. All the ones that he's gathering are ready for the for the end product. I don't, I don't know. Does that make sense? Does that explanation make sense? Hello? Yes. Yeah, I was saying, does that explanation make sense? Like, uh, yes, yes. So, what did you say? Okay. Okay. So, then again, I'm, you're asking yourself, okay, what is he talking about? Then he begins to describe what he's talking about. He says, in verse 2, he says, the faithful man, again, this same observation, he says, the faithful man has perished from the earth and there is no one upright among men. I can't find those who are faithful in being to God. I can't find those who are truly committed, who are whose hearts are, are devoted to God. Not just, you know, not unfaithful people. I can't find those people. There is no one upright. There's no one honest. There's no one with integrity among men. He says they all lie in wait for blood. They all lie in wait to, to draw, to use each other, to use people. He says every man hunts his brother with a net. When you see a net, it symbolizes a trap. So everyone is looking to entrap the other. No one truly cares for the other. No one truly, truly has the heart of God. Again, everyone wants to use the other person. Everyone wants to set a trap for the other person. It says, verse 3, that they may successfully do evil with both hands. That is, both hands. In, in, implies with their whole heart wholeheartedly completely without remorse without thinking twice and begins to describe the evil that he says the prince asks for gift the judge seeks a bribe and the great man utters evil desire so they scheme together the best of them is like a briar The most upright is sharper than a thorn hedge. That is even the one that they say is upright. That is this one. When you go close and you begin to enter, he's, he's, he's like a thorn. It's as sharp as a thorn hedge. He's going to cut you. He's going to hurt you. Since the day of your watchman and your punishment comes, now shall be their perplexity. Five, then begins to give like a warning because of the things that he's seen. He says, do not trust in a friend. Do not put your confidence in a companion. Guard the doors of your mouth from her who lies in your bosom. Six, says, for son dishonors father. Daughter rises against her mother. Daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. 
a man's enemies are the men of his household. Do you remember who who else mentioned this thing? Do you remember who else mentioned this verse 6? Can anybody tell us? Hello? Hello? Okay. I was saying, do we remember who else mentioned this uh, verse 6? It says, For son dishonors father, daughter rises against her mother, mother, daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and the man's enemies are the men of his own household. Do we know? I think that um, this, this is uh, the book of Timothy. I think Paul also mentioned that towards the end, towards the end of time. Um, mm. then, right, and, and the Lord Jesus Christ also mentioned that. So. Yes, yes. Yes. Yes, very true. Jesus actually used made this statement. I think in Matthew. Let me see. Matthew 10. He made mention of this same thing. Yes. Exactly. You know, when he was talking about that he did not come to bring peace, but a division between, you know father and son basically was saying he will bring division between those who truly are devoted to him and those who are not devoted to him you know and in verse 36 that's where he mentions that verse he says for I have come to set a man against his father a, a daughter against her mother and a mother-in-law against her mother a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a man's enemies will be those of his household you know, um, so and also, as uh, Solomon said, even in Second Timothy chapter 3, we are now reminded when you read Second Timothy chapter 3, you're now reminded that okay, this is this, this, this is this will happen, or this is happening in a particular time, and Paul puts this as perilous times. Second Timothy 3 says, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God having a form of godliness but denying its power and from such people turn away of this sort are those who creep into houses and make captives of gullible women loaded with sins led away by various lusts always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth so when I was also studying this this came to mind that this person is talking about a particular time. Who knows whether it also happened in that time. He's talking about a particular time where 
basically because of people's unfaithfulness because this this now reveals why you know the writer in in um, Isaiah and in Psalms was asking that question why and we figured why that it was because God was trying to take the righteous figured that God trying to protect the righteous from a period from a time where you know as time goes on as as the world goes further and as time goes on and as the Lord tarries his return as his return tarries the times get are getting darker and darker and darker so the world today is darker than it was 10 years ago even 5 years ago you know the world is the darkness in the world has is has grown thicker so as time goes and as time goes on it will only get thicker and thicker and thicker because everything is pushing towards you know the day of the lord everything is pushing toward that time when christ returns so and that time it will be so dark you know um so that scripture like is the, the scripture read before reveals that god was is doing it so that he can protect the righteous from a time from the times that are coming so that they would not become victims of the times because this time this perilous times that paul reveals here and even what uh, uh um isaiah is it micah sorry that micah reveals you know talking about this this against this father against son mother against daughter daughter-in-law against mother-in-law you know you realize all this thing has to do with the 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 nature or the state of the heart of the of the people in that time again i realize that as the world goes further you know and as it gets darker the 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 times will bend people who will seek to bend people to become these things to become lovers of self more than lovers of god lovers of pleasure more than lovers of god lovers of self more than lovers of people you know to hate people to 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 jesus said in those days that because uh, 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 the love of many say because iniquity abounds say the love of many shall wax cold but it it will grow cold to people will no longer really have the heart to love either to love god or to love others so i looked at it and i just realized that the only way what came to mind was now the reason why god now says abide in me because even for his righteous for the righteous who are still alive or will be alive in those times even now because the times are already here for his righteous there is an antidote that's why he's always saying dwell abide in me you know uh, 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 ascend into the holy hill dwell in his presence because 
I've I, I, I discovered that it is the, the cure to those times. Anyone who doesn't abide in Christ, my fall victim or will fall victim to, the, to, to, to those times or will be a victim of those times. So he says, abide in me. He says, dwell in, in my presence. Yield your heart to me because the way it's going to be, the way it is, is, you know, situations, like I said, the world is getting darker and so many things, even things are getting harder. So many things will seek to bend people, to shape people, to be this way. Some people will not even know that they are that, that way. They just, again, being victims of the time. But and those who always dwell in his presence, who operate from his presence, from Zion, that's why the safest place to be or to the safest place that, you know, for the righteous or to be in these times or in those times is where? Is in Zion, the city of God, that place where God dwells because that's the place that his light shines. And then that's the place that he, his light can shine to overcome every darkness. It's in that place that you receive power to overcome the times that our hearts will not be shaped in the way to, 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 to become like this or to become victims of the time. To, 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 you just realize that somebody who, I don't know if we've ever seen that, you know, um, even today you realize somebody who was on fire for God, you know, suddenly now you just see this, they've taken, something has happened, something has happened. And if you look at it, they might not even know that something has, something has happened. There's been a change. You know, the times, those times seek to shape the heart in a way that that you, one becomes, uh, 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 one becomes numb to the things of God. And when you're not long, when you no longer dwell in his presence, when you no longer have intimacy with him, you know, you 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 find out that you cease one ceases ceases to become like him. So you can't even love like him. You can't uh, overcome the times. Isaiah uh, uh, Isaiah 60 says, you know, the darkness that covers the earth. And then it says the gross darkness that covers the people. So gross darkness is the, the, the more blatant and more overt darkness is resides in the people. There is darkness in the earth, but the deeper darkness is in the people. So that's why that scripture says, it starts off saying, arise, shine, for your light has come. So he's saying, arise, come to the light. You know, your light is here, so come to the light. So I just, as I was thinking about it, it, it just made so much sense, you know, that as time goes on, it is, it, it's, it, it, it becomes more, it becomes paramount and more of, of great and utter importance to always dwell 
in God, who is dwell to abide in Him, the more, the more we have to, the more we have to abide in Him, because anyone, like I said, anyone that doesn't abide in Him become victims of those times. Because you just realize, you 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 hate the things of God. Somebody that was on fire for God probably before now, you know. I mean, they, they, they might still be going to church. They might still be, you know, doing, when I say religious things or spiritual things, but they have lost connection. They have lost connection. Their love has waxed cold, you know. And again, it's, 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 a, it's, the, it's, it's the effect of the times. It's the effect of the time. And I just, God was just revealing to me in my heart that, the antidote, the cure is in his presence. The cure is in Zion. The cure is in that place where he dwells. That is the only way we can escape those, those dark times. You know, Jesus said something. He says, when he was talking in Matthew 4, he says, except those days be shortened, no one shall be saved. No one shall be saved. You know, so, yeah, that's, Okay, then in Micah 7, you see, after mentioning all these things, after saying no for son, describing the, 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 the effect of what was what's happening in those times, verse 7 is where he now revealed. He says, therefore, since all these things, he says, therefore, this is still Micah 7, verse 7, he says, therefore, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation my god will hear me so he says i will look to the lord let me go back to psalms chapter 12 because there's something that uh, david said there psalms 12 the last two verses okay i'll start from six he says Okay, it says, the words of the Lord are pure words, like silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. You know, trying to describe how pure the word of God is. Remember, you know, again, it's in the presence of God. Like before everyone came, I was describing to Emmanuel and Sheila my experience after prayers, you know, how God shone his light and revealed one darkness. And, you know, I had to repent of it. And he just, he helped me. If he didn't do that, I would have, you know, I wouldn't have known. You know, that's what happens when we're in his presence. A lot of times we don't even know. We don't have the power to, we don't have the power to, to know these things. Because even our minds, our heart, they are all in they are all in Kahoot or they all collaborate with the flesh. So many times it is God that has to come in to shine the light and reveal darkness and expose it and then root it out. So the word of God too is light. That scripture, I'm reminded of the scripture that says the, the word of God is, is sharper than you know, two edges. So that's Hebrews 4.12, I think. Yes. 
sharper than two-edged sword, able to think, cut asunder between soul and spirit, if I'm right, uh, 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 joint and marrow, is it bone and marrow, joint and marrow, you know, now says, revealing the innermost intents of the heart. It's only the word of God that is able to, it's only light, again, light that is able to make manifest that which is hidden. So he says, the word of the Lord is pure, are pure words like silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. Verse seven says, you shall keep them. That is in these times. He says, you shall keep them, O Lord. You shall preserve them from the from this generation forever. You see it revealing what he's doing after, you know, in Isaiah, uh, 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 Isaiah 57. Yes, after it was revealed that God was doing this in order to what preserve, in order to uh, uh, protect the righteous ones from the times that are coming. So he reveals here, he says, you shall keep them, O Lord, you shall preserve them from this generation forever. Verse 8, the wicked prowl on every side. They roam freely on every side. It says, when vileness, that is, vileness is evil. When utter evil, when evil is exalted among the sons of men. In those times, good will be seen as evil, which we already see in those times. You, 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 if you choose to live godly, you choose to live godly, you will even be hated by fellow Christians. You will even be ostracized. You will be, you will be, uh, uh, what's the word? You will be persecuted even by those who are supposed to, you know, be doing the same thing that you're doing because again victims of the times in those times violence the exalted evil be exalted this person did this to this person it will be seen as normal it will be seen as uh, you now want to do the right thing <laughs> you hear people say ah, this, your own is too much is it only Nigeria, Nigeria will say not only you holy pass and this the person, the person that will be saying these things you know is so called a fellow Christian you know so this is these are what the times will bring you know um, to those who are not living or who do not dwell in Zion. So that's 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 where I would you know end that is the more reason why God you know always tells us abide in me abide in me apart from me you can do nothing apart from me you can do nothing abide in me my words remain in me and my words remain in you then you shall bear more truth. You shall continue to bear fruit. You can continue to. You shall continue to reveal and 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 produce the evidence of 
my connection with you. That's the way I can, that's the way I'll break. You, you continue to produce the evidence that shows that I am in your life, that you are one with me. That's what he's saying. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, you cannot produce anything that, that springs forth into life. You know, so I was, for me, I would, I would stop there, but I hope it made sense just connecting it from um, David asking that question or coming to that observation and then linking it to Isaiah also coming up, this, you know, making that discovery. And then, of course, the Spirit of God revealing to Isaiah why it is happening and then why God is doing it, you know to protect the righteous from the times and then the antidote or the cure for even the righteous that are alive or that will be in those times so that they also will they will not they will also be preserved and be protected from that I call it virus you know that would that would that would that would that's that would seek to corrupt and contaminate the souls of the sons of men but they that dwell in Zion shall be preserved. Amen. Amen. So yes. Anyone else, please? Let's, the floor is open. The floor is open. Sheila, we're ready for you. Sheila, <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. True. Sheila, I'm waiting for Emmanuel. Go after Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> no, Emmanuel, no, Emmanuel is you know is the prof. So I beg, you know, I beg. What are you saying now? He give <laughs> us. We are. His own is. His own is like. Anyway, let me not say anything. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um. So, for the Psalms twelve, as I was reading, I think towards um the end of the verse, um, mm. what came to mind was um, let's see what I have here. Um, Proverbs chapter um twelve, verses mm. eight which says that there is one whose rash words are like I like sword thrust but mm. the tongue of the wise brings um, healing and I connected that with the end of the Psalms in 12 where it says let me see here okay it says um, I think four i mean three to four mm. you know where okay from two actually it says they speak um idly everyone with his neighbor with flattering lips and a double heart that mm. they speak and you know, for me, what I got from that was that it just goes to show um, how um, the, the wicked, right? They can, um, oh, how do I say this? 
um, um, like how the what's it called the life and um, I think the song scripture that says life and something lies in the tongue, life and death lies in the tongue. Mm. You guys are familiar with that scripture? Yes. Yeah. And how, you know, like the eat, like you know, the wicked ones in the world are just going to be, um, you know, saying all these things. So mm. like, as I was reading towards the end, that's the two, that's the two scriptures that came to mind. Sorry, did that make sense? Yes, you were trying to link it to what? Um, yes, what with you? Like, yes, like how? Basically, what's in the heart of the wicked? Um, right. You linking it to the scripture that says the the life and death. That was the scripture, right? Life and death, I live. Yeah. Like the tongue, yeah. So, one of the, even, it's just coming to mind that in Micah, one of the things that he said, or one of the advice that he gave, he says, guard the doors of your mouth, meaning don't speak anyhow. And of course, he mentioned, wicked speak idly anyhow you know yes thank you so much Sheila yeah, thank you Sheila yes is it true Sheila is it true you... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I'm having a very bad network, so it's fluctuating. Um, but as Leo was talking and the scriptures, I, I don't know. I've been I've been feeling like sad from the inside, and it's like I'm crying. I'm telling you, because it is the reality of things that has been happening for a long time. Mm. And that's still happening that I'm telling you that all those scriptures and your explanation on you has been known. And I'm sure that you you know that me and you will discuss a lot. So mm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, and the thing about it is that. I'm just trying to explain. I'm not really going to just, you know. For David, you understand, it's it, it got to a point, you understand, when you start living the life, you understand, that God wanted to live. That is when you start realizing that things are worse than what we might have been thinking about or taught it to be, you know, you know, for every man, it comes to a time in our life that we, you know, we're living our life, you understand, we're living our life, though 
like we thought God was pleased with us, but when we, when God started dealing with us, we started, when we started like the key word Leo used is abiding. You understand? And for me, eh, something I've realized, and that is, and that's is, is that the reason why God is saying abide, abide, come, is not because He needs us. You know, that's what some people think majorly. You understand? So it brings about the pride. The truth of the matter is that it is because you need Him. And it's because of the times that you are living in and the evil the, that is happening. <laughs> you know, so you understand, you go to the point, you understand, when David realized this, when he started living the life, you start realizing that ah, we are few, this thing, like, it looks as if you are the only one. Let's be serious, I'm just saying it, I'm just. As explaining, please. I'm sure there are there are other people too, and you can relate with what I'm saying. Understand? It will look that way sometimes that it will want to want to give up. Like ah, this thing, why are we so few? Why are we so few? Understand? And that, that was David's experience. He was narrating it. Isaiah too. Understand? Narrating it. My too. Narrating it. You know, I was. Just citing an example, I was talking with one of my neighbors today, you know, and a, a neighbor of ours left uh, last year, December, yeah. So the guy, you know, when he came back there and he's very kind of humble, quiet, you know, he dresses well, he's done. He's a big phone, you know. He's a big guy, but very, like, you will like him naturally. Please, I hope uh, oh, can you hear me. Yes, very well. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Like, yes, you like yes. Him. Yeah, like you will like him even as a guy. Understand? Just, I just like him. But to be sincere, is the is is another God forgive me. Like, this is another definition of evil. And what am I saying? You know, so there are so many things that started. You understand? The, the, the first time that he, he did something, I was just at home and one other neighbor again. And they were, started hearing loud music, very, very loud. He was the one, so we just. But in between, we were just hearing crying, like a sound crying, crying of a, a lady, you understand? I, I was wondering in my place that like what's going on? My other neighbor too, without us discussing it was. So not until we came out, we we're just trying to trace the noise and we trace it to his place instead. He was dealing mercilessly with his girlfriend. And when I, I say mercilessly, I, I don't even know how to put it. Understand? And when we go there, we knock on the door, guy. What's going on? Understand that because we're rescued. What's going on? You know, it, it will come out. It looks so powerful. And you know, you understand? You just go, hey, ah, ah, you know, ah, bros, ah, you just, ah, like, was... Not until we saw the girl, lady, she was in blood, crying. Ah, that please do, we should do, we should save her, save her. You understand? So that happened. We intervened several times before he eventually let her go. 
you know, today I was speaking with my neighbor and he was not telling me again. Uh, he, and there's a, there's a lady in the street, a very young lady, you understand? Pretty, very innocent. And my neighbor was telling me to today that, like, do I know that she's, her dad is a pastor, you understand? So I'm like, oh, really? Like, I was just hearing that. I was like, oh, really? So it was not telling me that it is the same person that is the same person again that foiled victim to the to this my neighbor's scheme and clause, you know. And one thing that stood out for me is that the way the false victim they did themselves, they are not bad. This lady I'm talking about now, the one she was a virgin. Do you get? It was the one that said it, and so that even he did not believe. So just to let us know that, not as if that she's a bad girl. She was calm, cool. Stand stand. So she met somebody stand on the street that looks so, like I said, if you're saying you will never, you will never, where you will get to know him <laughs> is when you enter his room. Once you make that mistake of entering his room, you have become a prey. And this is what is happening. There's a lot of deception that is going on. And on the surface, you can't get what it is. That's, that was going on. Except God begin to help you. And when God can really help you is when you don't lose to him. Just imagine, you understand? This daughter that is a, she was a virgin, her father is a pastor, that she's just not been doing the She just met somebody. She thought that this is a good guy, the way he presents himself, the way he relates outside, the way he stands, the way not until she came in. Just, just one time. And she was devoured. And after that, she, 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 she started running for her life. But what has happened has happened. So the question is, who is to blame? You know, now we live in a world and they say, ah, why did this happen to me? You know, why? The truth of the matter that what I've learned too, from my own experience is that most things that I was saved from wasn't because <laughs> I'm better. The secret has been the grace of abiding. And before I got here too, yes, me too, I've had several experiences. It's those experiences that made me like I got tired. I don't know if you get. I'm saying that you can be somebody that is that has this very simple art. I'm like that. I'm telling you, a very simple art. But in this world we live in, eh, when you are simple, it will not. In fact, that will make you the best prey. So being simple is not enough. If you are simple, you need to be strong in the Lord. That is the only way you can survive in this world. Simple. I'm saying again, you can be simple. It's, it will make you the best prey unless you are strong in the Lord. Mm. You know. So when it was saying that, so I was worried. I'm telling you, like I was asking myself, like, how come that a pastor's daughter again is unfair? Like, and about several stories of this. Whenever I hear it, it pains me. That's something about me. Like, how come? How come? How come? And the issue has always been 
the method that the enemy uses, the most vicious of them, the method is this. It's like a lion. When a lion wants to catch his or prey, you can have it here in sound. Abby? Abby, am I wrong? Like a lion, you can have You can have You can have I don't know how he does it. Or not until you eat, you are in between his claws. That is when you will know. Ah, I have so this evil has been around, and I did not know. You not be looking for what means to what to escape. But if you are abiding, it's no easy. I will say this. But if you keep on abiding, those are some of the benefits that you get. Understand? I will use myself. I will cite one example. I will use myself to just think that uh, I <laughs> like I will just appreciate God. Something that ah, if not for you, <laughs> this uh, I don't know what. Like um, I've not once just this one was the last instant of I do like when you're trying to okay settle down, understand, try to okay. Lord, now I, I want to to minister to down. I want to do things your way. You understand? I've been doing it my way, and you know, it has not been the right thing. You get. Then, as a simple man, like I'm saying, you get simple in art. Understand? When you start looking at, okay, you start looking at, okay, when you meet somebody, you start looking at some things. Start, oh, oh, okay, this person is calm. This person is cool. This person is gentle. You understand? It can be for months. I'm telling you, like for months, I mean, months studying, studying, studying somebody, like you said, understand, studying them, and just feel like, wow, okay, I, I don't think that this one is bad, you get. But if not for experience and knowing that I can't, that's something I've gotten, like I can never in my in my life, I'm saying this, trust in my, <laughs> my emotions, my feelings. My, I've got it to that point. Findings. My findings, did you get? Never. There's the part of me that I will be in prayers, that I'll be laboring, that you will not see. I'll be laboring. That God, you know me and you on this on this matter. <laughs> so if you don't help me, I'm gone. Did you get? So God being merciful. Hmm? You know, after months, I've not asked the person out to. I'm just saying because I will never. It's a no matter what. But my heart now, you understand that the heart of a man is already dreaming about all oh, the possibilities that will happen, understand mm-hmm. the lightning, everything. Then one day I slept and I had a dream. <laughs> and in, in, in that dream, what I saw, I saw the same person, a lady in a reform, you know. Sometimes it is when God takes us far in the spirit that we that we will be able to see something. Something will never come to you on the plain level. No, before God have mercy. I saw uh and it was a snake and her head fixed to the snake. You know, and she said this, and I saw myself too. Yes. There was a big snake. This is not funny. I'm telling you, there was a big snake, and I was there between them. And she said, "Do you know?" What she said, "She said, 
Father, this is the one I have brought him to you. <laughs> oh my goodness. See, just not to, I have not asked her out. I have not done anything of that. It's not, understand, just that your heart, understand, eh, after that, when you are sleeping, you are just think. The she, other she, she was waiting for you to make the move. She, she already. So she said, I've brought in. Oh my goodness. You know, I and in that place, I was like, what? Instead, I was, I was like, what? And I was surprised that what is this? Wow. Oh, are you there? I can't hear you. That was out, and I cried. Is is not enough, except okay. you are strong in the Lord. Before you can be delivered from so many evil, you know. Before we started, I was speaking with Leo and Sheila. Understand? I was saying that during the seven days. Uh, prayer fast that we had uh, that I just like just came to mind now like did anyone had the warning understand and the warning was like more of God shine light on something understand like I was warned on one issue and till now it's still out for me so even not for so many things that God will, will be revealing to us who for pray of so many things and like the Bible said in Micah Say the, a man's enemy is in his household. Those words that other scriptures, they are not like uh, they are not meat. They are real. Most of them, they are the way it's stated to be. It's telling us not to trust in friends, not, not to be breathing your tongue. In that Micah seven, in Agabus, so they say trust in the Lord. I just want to encourage just trust in the Lord. It is when you trust in the Lord that we can be saved, delivered. The truth of the matter, like I said, is a cry for help. I'm telling you, that's a cry for help. Like she last said in one of her dreams that when she, she saw some things and she saw a church, and like she said, and she thought it was a church, and that is a place that you think in that what I got was like, you think this place is the place that, that I will get the help I need. Not until she got close and she said that this is not actually, you know, that's deception. So many things is in place to deceive man. It takes someone that is willing to abide in the Lord. It is still someone that is willing to stand on Mount Zion to be able to receive help. And I pray, I pray, please, my prayer is that none of us will fall prey to the schemes and devices of the enemy because they are very, very easy. Like we see, it has been happening. It's only being revealed to those that draw close to God. Majority don't receive this. Majority, I repeat, don't receive this. Only few. God help us. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Manu, for this uh, 
powerful words. Thank you. Man. Thank you for sharing that, Emmanuel. Examples. Thank you so much. Can you please yeah. just um, please come with some ten verse verse nine. Psalm 10, verse 9 to 10, yeah. Okay. Because are we there? I'm there. Okay. I'll just get in. I'm reading in KJV. So I said, He lied in wait secretly as a lion in his den. He lied in wait. He's talking about the wicked. That's what I'm talking about. He lied in wait to catch the poor. He did catch the poor when he dragged him into his net. He crushed and humbled himself that the poor may fall by his strong ones. That word, I, whenever I, I just, the key thing is that word, they humble themselves. So I'm, that is their strength. What you see as, as good as good is a strength to the skin and wickedness of the enemy. All just to catch what the poor, the poor, the poor. Mm. poor. Their eyes is set on the poor. Mm. Thank you so much, Mano. Um, no, when you were speaking, like you said, um, and you see that when you become you know that's why jesus said um be gentle be wise as serpents right what she says be gentle as doves meaning don't be naive but respond as a dove but you understand it is when we dwell when we abide in God that he begins to help us to see as he sees and choose as he chooses we see things by the eyes of the spirit and that's why 2 Corinthians 5 says no no man no no man yes. again yes. after the flesh but after yes. the spirit yes. yeah. then he gives an example he says that we knew Jesus Christ before in the flesh but we no more that we now know him by the spirit because now that's the truth. That's even though again, this is in the good side in terms of using Jesus. Even though Jesus was flesh, Jesus was not flesh. <laughs> you understand? Jesus was not flesh. That's why when he was asking his disciples, who do people men say that I am? He was looking whether the father had revealed his true identity to somebody on the earth and then Peter now said thou art the Christ the son of the living God that's when he now said flesh and blood did not reveal this to you but my father in heaven you know no no man after the flesh but after the spirit like when I said there's some things you will not see you can't it's not written in fact Except God shows you, you will not see it. There's some people, it's just a knowing. It's like, ah, my spirit does not agree with this person. But in the outside, there's nothing. There's nothing, you know, 
And then when you begin to pray, Lord, show me this person. Show me who this person truly is. And then, of course, one day, something will happen. Then the person will show, unconsciously show their true color. Again, this one side, the other side is also like Emmanuel said that when you begin to really follow God and decide to really follow God to be godly to do things God's way to seek the will of God to, that's when you now realize how evil the world we're living in is even in like I said even in the congregation of Christians that's how you find out that ah, many people's hearts are far from God because you have decided to go deeper. As you go deeper, you'll be able to see clearly because now you're, you're not using your eyes again. The Lord becomes, the Lord helps you to become more and more like Him. And as you become more and more like Him, your eyes are opened to see things as they truly are because nothing is hidden from His, from his sight. So you know, that's when you now realize that ah, wait, this thing that they are doing here is not, is not, ah, this thing is not in line with God. And then you try to raise it, you will see how you will be fought, you will be, you be ostracized, you will be persecuted, you will be, you be hated. That is, that your utterance or that your. Uh, 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 that your desire to do the right thing will, will, will spring up hatred, bitterness, jealousy, and, and so many things in the hearts of people. When you didn't, when you were not seeking to abide, you know, when you were normal, you didn't see those things. We're not able to see those things, you know. These things were put in our own heart and in, you know, also in the world around us. And like Emmanuel said, if you are a simple person seeking to do the will of God, seeking to, to love like Jesus loves, that's when you become the you become an easy prey. People will people will, 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 will want to squeeze the love out of you. <laughs> and then it's it's shaped in a way so that your heart will bend. And then you become like that which you're not supposed to be. You become like, you understand? So, for example, you know, you, 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 uh, what's the word? You, 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 you did something for somebody. The person, you know, treated you wrongly, negatively. Ah, then you dance, okay, let me, then the person does another one. Now, what that action is causing, is trying to seek in you or in, that, in the other person, is to cause you so that you will react or respond or become like that person that is treating you bad. You understand? To become or even worse. That's why you see the world is filled with broken people and it's broken people that break people. It is hurt people that hurt people. Or because you know they maybe they were innocent before and then they were hurt by by someone who was hurt and then 
when they were now hurt, they themselves not took it upon themselves. Ah, you know, people will hear it from me. As I was treated this way, this is how I will treat people. And you see, that's how it just keeps, you know. Again, it's just, this is another part of you know, not falling victim of the times. And a lot of times, like I said, it is only in the presence of God. That's why when we abide, we will see things clearly. That's why when Jesus came, he says, love your enemies, bless those who, saying opposite things, all these things is what it does. Because again, these things will be very difficult at first is to also show you how the world system and the darkness has had a great hold upon our hearts. So Jesus, God said, forgive that, let it go. Ah, it will be like they are, they are choking you knife. It'll be like they are, they are, <laughs> they are stabbing you in your chest. Because your, your, the norm is like, how can you let this person go for this thing that they did? <laughs> you know, so the secret and the cure is abiding in God. That's where we can receive. Because on our own, we are not able to. I'm not able to. <laughs> you know. But once we dwell in Him and we feed on His faithfulness, we feed on His grace. We 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 look to Him. He shines the light. He exposes that which He exposes in us, and deals with and roots out. When we go out, eh, we will become dispensers of that thing. That's why today there are certain things I'm not, you know, ashamed to talk about because one has dealt with it and continues to deal with it in the secret. So for me, it's not shame. For me, it's 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 it's, it's a tale of victory. It's a tale of victory. But to the to the one who doesn't dwell in Zion, who doesn't dwell under the light of God. It is shame, it's exposing shame. You know, so yeah. Just for us to really take note and really abide so that the times, people, the darkness, situations will not be everything is seeking to shape the heart, to give the heart a shape. Yeah, where it will lose, it will disconnect from God and lose, you know, its its true identity in Christ, or disconnect us, or put us from Zion, so that we will become like the darkness, so that we will react, respond, and you know, become victims of the time. But that will not be our portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. Do you want to say something? Yes, I just want to ask, uh, please. And when we say that abide, please, do we understand what it means to abide or what it is? What does it mean, like abide? Yeah. Just ask them. We all know, right? Yeah, I think so. Huh? Okay. She says yeah. she thinks so. So, more like more like dwelling Christ, right? Dwelling Christ. Okay. And like, what does 
what does it mean like in the Zen. what does it in entail the, practically yeah 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 just working with god like working with christ following this um letting you know allowing god to direct your path and not let it letting his own will prevail not just your will you know what i mean like just like staying in christ regardless of whatever it's going on and you just follow god you know that's what i understand it is <laughs> i don't know i think for no. me I, i thought it was like maybe you know us remaining i think other translations say like us remaining in him and him remaining in us and a way we can do that is by you know reading our word daily and asking the holy spirit to guide us and help us understand it because i mean he is his word and that's one way you can remain in him okay let me let me even let me even uh, try to uh, expand it so two things came to, two things come to mind you know um because this is now from my personal experience you know sometimes a lot of times <laughs> doing that god's will eh is not easy yeah it's sure. not easy it's not easy so it, it you find out that it actually it takes many times it takes a lot of sacrifice um yeah. also so being you know that the scripture says did at that are led by the spirit these are the sons of god so which so is actually allowing ourselves to be led by the spirit of god because there there are many times many times in my life <laughs> i wanted to do something I desire to do something this way you know and then the spirit of god came and said no the other way hi hi it was oh i said jesus no 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 it was very painful <laughs> you know it was very painful and then i'm struggling with i say god please help me help me help me help me because now me saying help me is already me saying okay i'm willing but i don't have the strength i don't have the desire please help me and then he now gives grace sometimes you just by his grace you just move in that direction and when you move when you do it you find out that it give it, it each time we do that it i realize that we we are taken to a deeper level of intimacy with him a deeper level of oneness with him mm. we grow in virtue we grow in stature we expand this like an expansion happens in your spirit man each time that happens each time that happens you know the more it happens the more you'll be able to see so is 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 part of what goes on in as we dwell in the presence of God another thing is that came to mind is his dealings which is still part of this 
which is part of this, his dealings. So what I mean by his dealings is how he deals with you. How he deals with you. There are certain there are certain consecrations that he will begin to give you specifically. You understand? And as we do that, again, it's part of it. You will not know that, again, you know, you will not know that all these things are doing something until the day of adversity. Until the day of adversity, you find out that you didn't fall victim. And it was not because of your own. It was just because you don't know that those things you were doing were, it's like investment for that day where Satan had, had decided to strike and his, he, his, he cast his net and his catch is supposed to catch 5 million people. And that 5 million people, you are within that range. But that net, when it got to you, eh, it didn't touch you. It didn't touch you or it didn't affect you. But he caught many fish. He, he was he was able to catch many fishes. Me, I know you know, in the times there's there's an maybe there's an there's an attack. There's a certain kind of attack because sometimes they will throw attacks and the Lord will allow it. But you know those who will not fall in those times is those that have been abiding abiding when the times do you want to I I don't know if I'm making sense yes 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 Yes. so his dealings with each and every one of us the way he sometimes you make mistake he will he will he will he will he will discipline you and when he's disciplining you eh, don't escape because you you will find out that there is there is always there will always be a way to escape the, the dealings of the Lord. There will be a way to escape His dealings. But I've also realized that any escape from the dealings of the Lord, because Hebrews twelve tells us that do don't you have you forgotten the exhortation as to sons? Because this is the way He He deals with sons. He says, do not despise the chastening of the Lord. It's very key that he said, do not despise it. It means, though you, even though you go through it, don't hate it. Don't despise it. Don't dislike it. Do you understand? Because disliking it is like, okay, God tells me, do this thing. So even though I do it, apart from there's the part of not doing it, but even though I do it, I do it with a hardened heart. I do it angry that... God, why would you allow me to go through? Do you understand? So you find out that that still doesn't even favor. It says, do not despise the chastening of the Lord. For he chastened those that he loves. You know, and he says he scourges everyone that he receives. And he says, all this thing, he says, no chastening, no discipline when it is happening is actually pleasurable. But after that, it 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 reaps a fruit of peace and I've forgotten how that scripture puts it but you will be glad that that thing happened because in the day that it will matter you find out that there's nothing you would have done 
it again is part of the grace of God. It's part of the grace of God. You just find out that you are not affected by the things that are affecting the sons of men or people in those times. Again, it's not because you are better than anybody. It's just because of the grace of abiding and yielding to his dealings, not escaping, yielding to it. So that's why in that Psalm 12, you find out that 7 and 8 says what? That you shall preserve. Let me look for it. What does it say again? Psalm 12, right? 7 and 8. It says, You shall keep them, O Lord. You shall preserve them from, from this generation forever. The wicked prowls on every side when violence is exalted among the sons of men. That time you want to do not say no. Ah, it will be so painful to be like you are missing, you are missing. Others are doing, you are missing. The day that that thing will matter, you will thank God that ah, thank God that I I yielded to the Lord that I thank God that I did, you know. So yeah, those are two things that that came to mind when you ask that question truly abiding because it's one thing it's one thing to be in the presence of God I realize that you can be in the presence of God still yeah and then or being in the presence of God is not it's not a full guarantee of that of of becoming like him it is actually abiding in him so an example I can give is or an example that shows us that being in the presence of God actually is is not it doesn't stop there. An example is Lucifer. Lucifer was what? In the presence of God, right? He was in the presence of God always, but scripture says until iniquity was found where? Where? In his heart. So, abiding in God is dwelling in His presence, yes. But as we dwell in His presence, to yield our hearts. Because that's the inner that's the inner chamber. To yield our hearts. Because I can be in His presence, but not yield my heart. That's what actually now means abiding in Him. That's because that was His abiding me and I in you. You know, so yes, that that also came to mind. Is it, it, it's, it's a heart? It's actually a heart thing. Yes, feeding on His Word, praying. You know, but then the time will come for for yielding the heart. The heart is the heart because you know what what God does too is to is to is to Ah, thank you, Jesus. You know that scripture that says, wait on the Lord and he shall strengthen your heart, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, Psalm 27. Wait on the Lord and he shall strengthen your heart. When we wait on the Lord and we yield our heart, he strengthens it. So that strengthening is against 
the darkness against evil against the the arrows of the enemy against the 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 the, the wiles and the and the deception the covering of the enemy that he spreads over the whole world and the four victims but you whose heart is strengthened in the lord you will not fall victim to that because your heart has now become is now hidden in christ's heart so yeah thank you very much you thank you very much Sheila. and i'm happy that that and like the fundamentals and a principle like we all got it to be sincere i'm happy because is um you know like you said and not never not to but the ultimate word is sacrifice and like i said and it has to come from you from you and i you know and that's the part that is being eroded and the sacrifice is not the sacrifice of church activities religious stuff no no because the the essence of abiding is that the reason why you abide the reason why we abide we can abide is because we have decided to accept the lordship of Jesus understand that is the only reason why you can abide because abiding is not easy like we've all said because it requires the keyword is you there's sacrifice there's a demand that will be laid on you and we are not used to it so but the only reason why you do need to abide is because you have accepted to be the lord of the love of discipleship the lordship of Jesus. and the reason why you are accepting as your lordship is that he want to purge you he want to purge us so is 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 just understanding and I'm happy that we got he want to purge us and he will only purge those that abide you know he described our relationship with him as in John 15:5 he said i am the vine hmm? ye are the branches right mm-hmm. sorry even in that scripture he says what you just said yeah that he yes. who bears much fruit he he, he he prunes the more <laughs> i'm the vine and my father is the husbandman yeah every branch in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away and every branch that beareth fruit he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit you know many will claim that we belong to jesus yes it's true but there is a clear difference and in this picture there there are those that abide it is only those one that will remain in me those that they were all what they live is attachment they live all their life as attached he said that in the end the father will what we will put them because when we are looking at salvation is grafting in this picture of this am divine and you are the branches is grafting that took place you understand and grafting is what first thing that happens is that you are detached that's biology 
before you can be grafted in. Understand? You must be detached from something. That detachment happened by the sovereign will of God. Understand? Then he didn't stop at detaching you. He took you again. Then he attached you. That that is the principle of grafting. You detach something, then attach you to another vine. Understand? Yes, all those happens by the sovereign will of God. Then it comes a time. The abiding part is now the will of man. And it's only those that decide to abide that he will not purge. And it is those that they purge that will remain in him. So that's it, yeah. We all have a very good foundation of what is being said. Thank you so much. Before we just quickly pray, before we just pray, um, is there any other? No one wants to say any other thing. Any comments, question, or anything? Okay. Let's just, you know, let's just begin to thank God for what has been said today. A lot has been said, honestly. And um, thank God for His Word. Thank God for the light of His Word. Um, for His Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Meaning, it 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 shows us the way to go. It shows us our immediate point where we are and it shows us the pathway to follow you know so we thank you let's just begin to thank god for his word lord jesus we thank you for your word thank you for helping us thank you for ministering to us thank you for opening our eyes and our hearts thank you for helping us for as you said we can do nothing except with you without you we can do nothing Thank you for helping us. Thank you for blessing us with your word. Thank you for ministering to us. You know, let's just begin to ask him to help us, you know, to be doers of his word and not, you know, just hear us. Yes. Father, we ask that you help us to be doers of your word. Strengthen us, equip us, because we know that on our own, on our own, we cannot do it. But with you, we can do all things. With you, we are strong. With you, we are capable. With you, we have the capacity. We have the ability and the grace and the strength to be able to do your word. Oh, Lord, help each person, even those who are not here. Lord, I ask that you help them, O oh God. Help each and every one of us. Help your church. Help your people. In the name of Jesus. Oh, help us to remain in you. Let's also ask the Lord to help. We've, we've spoken, okay, even before we, 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 we pray that, let's ask the Lord to help us that we do not fall victims of the time, that we will not fall victim of the times. In the name of Jesus, yes, that will, he will help us to continue to abide, to continue to abide, to dwell in Zion, 
that we will, Zion will be our our dwelling place that everything we seek to do whether it's work whether it's interaction whether it's communication everything we seek to do will be from that place we will operate from zion we will not be visitors but we'll be dwellers we'll be we'll be citizens we'll be inhabitants we'll, we'll, we'll be we'll be we'll be rooted in him we we'll abide in him in the name of Jesus. Yes, that our hearts will always be open to him. It will never be hardened in the name of Jesus. Yes, that hardness that the times seeks to bring, that Satan seeks to use the times to bring, that hardness of heart that is in the sons of men, it will not be a portion in the name of Jesus. That our hearts will be light. Our hearts will be will be will be filled with his love, with his presence, with his with his spirit in the name of Jesus. Our hearts will be open continually in the name of Jesus. Yes, that as we continue to abide in him, yes, we will dwell in him, we abide in him, his, we will remain in him and his word will remain in us, we will bear much fruit in the name of Jesus. Yes, we will not fall victim to the times, we will not fall victim to the traps of the enemy, to the deception of the enemy, to the deception of the times, to the, to the, to the virus, I call it virus and the cancer of the times. Yes, that causes men to to not to not bring forth fruit that 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 shows the evidence of God of the Spirit of God in our lives. We will show the evidence. We will bear fruit, fruit unto God, not fruit unto Satan, not fruit unto the world, not fruit unto the flesh. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord God, we ask that you help us. Help us, oh God. Help each person in the mighty name of Jesus. That you order the steps of each person. That you will strengthen each person in the name of Jesus. Let the grace be released. Let the grace to be released to abide in the name of Jesus. Let it be released unto your people let it be released unto us in the name of jesus in 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 great in great levels in the mighty name of jesus that in the day of adversity we will stand strong we will not fall our strength will not be small in the name of jesus because we abide in you because we dwell in you because we are hidden in you in the name of jesus that you have become our fortress our refuge our safe haven our our stronghold our covering our shepherd our source our strength our song and our salvation our light and our hope our trust in the name of Jesus. Kentos Kabama, Fente Kumisai Brendo, Rekushta Braga, Ferabim Pesiete Kumbraskava, that your mercy will keep each person 
in the name of Jesus. Your mercy will surround us. Your goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Lord God, we pray for everyone that is not here. We pray for them. We pray for them that you uphold them. They will not fall victims of the times. In the name of Jesus, our families, our loved ones, your church, your people will not fall victims of the times. In the name of Jesus, as your word says, that, oh Lord, that you will preserve. You will preserve. Preserve, oh God. You will keep your people. You will sustain them. You will preserve them, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus from this generation forever. In the mighty name of Jesus, that we will look to you, we will look to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. And all that we need shall be provided. Yes, situations, people, the darkness, traps, or anything will not cause our hearts and our hearts to bend or cause us to bend or to, to be shaped in a way that will become victims. We will not fall victim in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. So shall it be for us and your people. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Let's just, um, I want us to read or pray Psalm 23. You know. Psalm 23? Yes. We all know it often. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Makes us to lie down in green pastures. He leads us besides the still waters. He restores our souls. Makes us. He leads us in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We shall fear no evil, for you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. Thou prepared a table before us, even in the presence of our enemies. You anoint our heads with oil, our cups run it over. Surely, your goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen.